0: when the mit researchers started working on habits in the 1990s at about the same time that eugene came down with his fever they were curious about a nub of neurological tissue known as the basal ganglia if you picture the human brain as an onion composed of layer upon layer of cells then the outside layers those closest to the scalp are generally the most recent additions from an evolutionary perspective. So when you dream up a new invention or laugh at a friend's joke, it's the outside parts of your brain at work. That's where the most complex thinking occurs. Deeper inside the brain and closer to the brain stem, where the brain meets the spinal column, are older, more primitive structures they control our automatic behaviors such as breathing and swallowing or the startle response we feel when someone leaps out from behind a bush so towards the center of the skull is a golf ball sized lump of tissue that is similar to what you might find inside the head of a fish reptile or mammal this is basal ganglia an oval of cells that for years, scientists didn't understand very well, except for suspicions that it played a role in diseases such as Parkinson's. In the early 1990s, the MIT researchers began wondering if the basal ganglia might be integral to habits as well. They noticed that uh, animals with injured basal ganglia suddenly developed problems with tasks such as learning how to run through mazes or remembering how to open food containers they decided to experiment by employing new micro technologies that allowed them to observe in minute detail what was occurring within the heads of rats as they performed dozens of routines in surgery each rat had what looked like a small joystick and dozens of tiny wires inserted into its skull afterward the animal was placed into a T-shaped maze with chocolate at one end. The maze was structured so that each rat was positioned behind a partition that opened when a loud click sounded. Initially, when a rat heard the click and saw the partition disappear, it would usually wander up and down the center aisle, sniffing in corners and scratching at walls. It appeared to smell the chocolate but couldn't figure out how to find it. When it reached the top of the tea, it often turned to the right, away from the chocolate and then wandered left, sometimes pausing for no obvious reason. Eventually, most animals discovered the reward. But there was no discernible pattern in their meandrings. It seemed as if each rat was taking a leisurely, unthinking stroll. The probes in the rat's head, however, told a different story. While each animal wandered through the maze, its brain, and in particular its basal ganglia, worked furiously. Each time a rat sniffed the air or scratched a wall, its brain exploded with activity, as if analysing each new sense, sight and sound. The rat was processing information the entire time it meandered. The scientists repeated their experiment again and again, watching how each rat's brain activity changed as it moved through the same route hundreds of times. A series of shifts slowly emerged. The rats stopped sniffing corners and making wrong turns. Instead, they zipped through the maze faster and faster. And within their brains something unexpected occurred as each rat learned how to navigate the maze its mental activity decreased as the route became more and more automatic each rat started thinking less and less it was as if the first few times a rat explored the maze its brain had to work at full power To make sense of all the new information, but after a few days of running the same route, the rat didn't need to scratch the walls or smell the air anymore, and so the brain activity associated with scratching and smelling ceased. It didn't need to choose which direction to turn, and so decision making centers of the brain went quiet. All it had to do was recall the quickest path to the chocolate within a week even the brain structures related to memory had quitted. The rat had internalized how to sprint through the maze to such a degree that it hardly needed to think at all. But that internalization, run straight, hang a left, eat the chocolate, relied upon the basal ganglia, the brain probes indicated. The tiny ancient neurological structure seemed to take over as the rat ran faster and faster and its brain worked less and less. The basal ganglia was central to recalling patterns and acting on them. The basal ganglia, in other words, stored habits, even while the rest of the brain went to sleep. To see this capacity in action, there is a graph here which shows activity within a rat's skull as it encounters the maze for the first time. Initially, the brain is working hard the entire time. After a week, once the root is familiar and the scurrying has become a habit, the rat's brain settles down as it runs through the maze. This process in which the brain converts a sequence of actions into an automatic routine is known as chunking and it's at the root of how habits form there are dozens if not hundreds of behavioral chunks that we rely on every day some are simple you automatically put toothpaste on your toothbrush before sticking it in your mouth some such as getting dressed or making the kids lunch are a little more complex others are so complicated That it's remarkable, a small bit of tissue that evolved millions of years ago can turn them into habits at all. Take the act of backing your car out of the driveway. When you first learned to drive, the driveway required a major dose of concentration and for good reason. It involves opening the garage, unlocking the car door, adjusting the seat, inserting the key in the ignition, turning it clockwise, moving the rear view and side mirrors and checking for obstacles, putting your foot on the brake, moving the gear shift into reverse, removing your foot from the brake, mentally estimating the distance between the garage and the street while keeping the wheels aligned and monitoring for incoming crowd traffic, calculating how reflected images in the mirrors translate into actual distances between the bumper, the garbage cans and the hedges, all while applying slight pressure to the gas pedal and brake and, most likely, telling your passenger to please stop fiddling with the radio. Nowadays, however, you do all of that every time you pull onto the street with hardly any thought. The routine occurs by habit. Millions of people perform this intricate ballet every morning, unthinkingly, Because as soon as we pull out the car keys, our basal ganglia kicks in, identifying the habit we have stored in our brains related to backing an automobile into the street. Once that habit starts unfolding, our grey matter is free to quiet itself or chase other thoughts, which is why we have enough mental capacity to realize that Jimmy forgot his lunchbox inside. Habits... Scientists say emerge because the brain is consistently looking for the ways to save effort Left to its own devices. The brain will try to make almost any routine into a habit Because habit allows our minds to ramp down more often this effort-saving instinct is a huge advantage an efficient brain requires less room which makes for a smaller head which makes childbirth easier and therefore causes fewer infant and mother deaths. An efficient brain also allows us to stop thinking constantly about basic behavior such as walking and choosing what to eat so we can devote mental energy to inventing spears, irrigation systems and eventually airplanes and video games. But conserving mental effort is tricky. Because if our brains power down at the wrong moment, we might fail to notice something important such as a predator hiding in the bushes or a speeding car as we pull onto the street. So basal ganglia have devised a clever system to determine when to let habits take over. It's something that happens whenever a chunk of behavior starts or ends. To see how it works, look closely at the graph of the rat's neurological habit again. Notice that brain activity spikes at the beginning of the maze when the rat hears the click before the partition starts moving and again at the end when it finds the chocolate. Those spikes are the brain's way of determining when to cede control to a habit and which habit to use from behind a partition. For instance, it's difficult for a rat to know if it's inside a familiar maze or an unfamiliar cupboard with a cat lurking outside to deal with this uncertainty the brain spends a lot of effort at the beginning of a habit looking for something a cue that offers a hint as to which pattern to use from behind a partition if a rat hears a click it knows to use the male's habit if it hears a meow it chooses a different pattern At the end of the activity, when the reward appears, the brain shakes itself awake and makes sure everything unfolded as expected. This process within our brains is a three-step loop. First, there is a cue, a trigger that tells your brain to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. Then, there is a routine which can be physical or mental or emotional. Finally, there is a reward which helps your brain figure out if this particular loop is worth remembering for the future. Over time, this loop, cue, routine, reward, cue, routine, reward becomes more and more automatic. The cue and reward become intertwined until a powerful sense of anticipation and craving emerges. Eventually, Whether in a chilly MIT laboratory or your driveway, a habit is born.